Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of USD Leadership. To set the context, today we are going to talk about financial planning for young people, young professionals. So the very concept behind it is that with you, me or somebody else, until we join the workforce as somebody young, life is pretty binary. It's about cracking an exam, getting successful, being happy or sad about it and getting done. But once we are into job force or any other professional setup, life starts getting multi-parameter and complex. Irony is, this is the point where we are often left on our own to navigate through key issues of life and career. What happens? A fallout, a typical fallout can be people who have been very successful until now may start falling back. The results that, the output rather that you would have seen earlier for your own actions may not be coming now and that leads to so many challenges around us. Specifically, whatever money we are earning is often spent without much consideration and it's only later, years later, that we realize that we have not planned our finances well. Thus, we have here today with us one of the experts in the area of investing, uh, Mr. Rakesh Rathor. Uh, Rakesh is a finance professional with more than 20 years of experience and is serving as a chief growth officer at Poonatha Investment Advisors Private Limited. Prior, he has been instrumental in setting up and scaling up domestic business for Edelweiss Prime Brokerage Service. By education, he is a chartered accountant. Uh, he has also been certified financial planner, postgraduate in investment banking, and a SEBI registered investment advisor. In Nutshell, he has seen all and understands the investing space very well, and perhaps that's why he's were the most apt expert to talk about this aspect with us. On a personal front, he's an angel investor himself and extremely passionate about financial literacy. And as part of this, in his journey about financial literacy, he shares tips and tricks of investing on a weekly basis through his WhatsApp channel. For the benefit of uh, everyone who is listening to our episode will have the link of the same shared in the description of this episode for all of us to join and be part of. So welcome Rakesh, welcome on our episode. So what is it that you'd like to start the conversation with? is everyone teaches us how to work for money but no one focuses on how money can work for you and I think that is what I'm coming from so I always think about it and maybe just a thought for all of us money was invented by human and anything which we invent is supposed to be used by us and not to be ruled over us so though I am a chartered accountant I got enlightened on all this only after 10 years of my professional career that how to navigate this mad money journey of money. So this is something which I have to share, uh, Sandeep, uh, about my uh, journey with money. 
And, uh, and that's very interesting, I, I would say, because uh, typically a lot of people around us not come from a background like yours, uh, because I would suggest that the CA or a CS uh, is much more financially acumen than a regular engineer or a doctor. But it's very interesting to hear that you say that it was only after 10 years that you realized this, the importance of money and how it needs to be there in our life. Uh, for a lot of us, uh, maybe it's not there even now, even maybe at a later stage, more than 10 years as well. So it would be really great to hear from you on this concept. So yeah, thank you again for joining us. So Sandeep, just one thing to add, and that's a big myth uh, that uh, if you are a chartered accountant and a CS, uh, you are much more financial literate. Trust me, that's not the case. And I want to break that myth because everybody is so focused on their own professional lives. Be it a chartered accountant, he's just busy sorting accounts of others. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have even time and acumen, which he has lost over a period of time to sort out his own finances. And that is where he have to fall back on a specialist who can be a financial advisor. So let's appreciate that part that everybody will have to be specialist in their own field. Uh, qualification just, just helps only to that extent. But yes, uh, uh, later on, it's all about your own will and uh, willingness to specialize into that uh, subject. Oh, that, that, so this actually brings me to one of the questions that I had. So this means that the uh, pie which we are talking about, the people, so if I'm somebody young, uh, coming from any background, does it, so a, a very simple question that, who you think needs a financial advice uh, in, in this world? So great question and a very, very fundamental question, Sandeep. Uh, and again, there are a lot of myths which I would like to burst today. Uh, so first thing, everyone needs financial advice. Everyone, when I say, I mean it, even be a five-year-old child or a school student or a college graduate. I'll tell you where it's coming from. So even a five-year child, when I say, you get into a conversation with that kid and maybe after a five-minute or a 10-minute, you end up having a conversation around money because he will need something to fulfill his desire and which involves money. So money is that fundamental. So I think the earlier you get the advice on money, uh, it's better for you as, as a, a human being over a period of time. Uh, on, on a different note, as I said, money is involved in every walk of life. Anybody who has needs, wants and aspirations needs financial advice. And life is a journey and money is the most consistent partner along this journey. Uh, and hence, let's accept that we all need advice along this uh, mad money journey, which I keep on saying. So, and, and again, uh, let's, let's not make this advice so much large that somebody feels that he will have to walk out of his house and go to meet an advisor. Not really. Advice does not necessarily means it comes from an advisor. Yes, you can always seek and help of an advisor, but it can also be taken by educating ourselves and read the wise books we have around money to at least create the interest around it. And then, yes, you seek that specialization around it uh, as you move along. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's very interesting way of looking at it because typically, uh, uh, again, a myth I would say or a approach that a lot of us have been following. Uh, when we start our career, we think that, oh, I'm earning only this much of money. 
uh, how much of planning will I do with this money? So yeah, that's that's a very interesting and a very worthwhile thought. So uh, uh, with this, uh, I would uh, very fundamental again. I know you have been talking about it, but uh, just to uh, talk very transparently with our um, audience. Uh, why you think uh, we talked about that everybody needs a five-year-old kid also needs financial planning why you think on a very fundamental level that we all should be thinking about financial planning either trying to do it ourselves or through somebody else great uh, so Sandeep before saying why is it necessary for financial planning let's ask ourselves first what is financial planning and I think you will get the answer in the definition of financial planning itself. And I'll be breaking it into three or four different pieces to make it very, very simple for all our audience. So let's mm -hmm. define financial planning and with a very, very layman approach. I don't want to throw any jargons here for people to run away from something which they have always stayed away. Mm -hmm. So let's, mm -hmm. let's bring things very, very close in your own uh, thought process. So mm -hmm. first thing first, financial planning is a process to achieve well-being where one is making the most efficient use of financial resources. So coming to your first point that when you start your career, you have only that much. So it's not about the quantity of money. It's about how efficiently you can use your money, be whatever it's the size. So if you may be earning even a 10,000 rupees a month, it's enough to do a financial planning till the time you are knowing how to make the most efficient use of those financial resources because that will form a habit even when you will be making more money over a period of time. That is the first uh, point of financial planning. And the person should be in a position to absorb any financial shocks. So the planning basically will help you to absorb any financial shocks which might come up in future like the ones we are going through now. And Third, very, very important, you should be on track to meet not only your current, but even future financial goals. We all have goals in our life. So let's do some planning where we make the most efficient use of our financial resources and are in a position to absorb any financial shocks to be on track for meeting current and future financial goals. And lastly, it's all about having a feeling of satisfaction and peace about a financial life. There could be a lot of other challenges in our life, but let's not allow money as an element to be our reason for stress in our lives. That is the limited point which I want to make uh, uh, on your question of why you think financial planning is necessary. So every stress of yours, if it ends up with the money, then you are lacking financial planning. There could be other stresses. There could be health issues in the family. There could be relationship issues. But let's let's uh, get over something where at least money should not be the issue in anything what we are going through. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting thing of uh, way of rather looking at uh, uh, things that uh, let's have one less thing or rather the most important thing I would say as some, somebody young uh, to be worried about. Okay, so uh, in this uh, situation, you talked about that it's good even if you have uh, uh, earning of 10,000 or 15,000 to start with in your career. As somebody young, 
uh, if you have that, uh, again, I'm using 10,000 or 15,000 as an example. If you have a very young uh, career, uh, you have a very young timeline in your career where uh, uh, your salaries may not be very great. At the same time, maybe your disposable income might be very high. So for somebody young, what is the advice that you would like to talk about for maybe i'll just make it more interesting to say that maybe when you had started your career what was that financial advice that you would have expected now to have received then so i think the financial advice which i missed in my early days was to invest i think it was all about just getting the money and just enjoy and save a little bit but not channelize those savings in a way that which will help me later. Uh, so as I said in the beginning, it was only after 10 years that I received some kind of enlightenment and awakening from the right financial advisors and of course through my continuing education in that direction. So uh, uh, being a certified financial planner was just a decision to ensure that at least I should be in a position to make my own financial plan. Uh, I think that was the only objective with which I did that course, but uh, eventually it helped me to even advise others as well. So that is one advice I always regret uh, I, I missed, which, which I try to give to anybody whom I meet at that young age. Mm -hmm. So um, in this situation, as uh, maybe you were, uh, you were having those objectives very clearly laid out uh, to get into a formal course as well which will help you and others uh, help others as well if somebody is very young uh, how he or she should approach financial planning so it as you mentioned that it can be through books or uh, uh, getting somebody an advice from outside uh, but if i'm young assume that uh, same set of uh, parameters around me does it make sense for me to have a formal financial planner maybe i would like to hear from sure. you more into it sure so uh, in your earlier question uh, sandeep you asked me why you think financial planning is necessary and i think the next question is moving towards a direction where we are asking of course what is a financial advice to a young guy and whether he needs a financial planner so mm -hmm. first thing i think uh, i would like to take this opportunity uh, to give my piece of advice and this could be the starting point of a, a conversation for somebody to get into that direction so one thing which i firmly believe uh, one should aspire for being a young professional is achieve the fire in you now what do i mean by fire and this is a well-renowned acronym in financial world uh, fire simply means financial independent retire early okay so f for financial independent retire early if one can start moving in this direction and trust me retirement doesn't mean working for money and from that day money works for you so i'm really sad sandeep when i see people working for money hold their lives just for money in spite that they are not enjoying what they do and work is the sole reason for stress and they are not able to appreciate this beautiful world and life and hence, I advise all to work hard in the initial phase of their career and put your money to work along with that. So by the time you retire from work, in bracket for money, 
and move to work for love and that also gives you money trust me it will be really peaceful every day you save some money when you work you are buying many days when you are not working this is the quote somebody has to keep it close to your heart whenever you do a saving activity right now when you are working if you are foregoing something a pleasure which which might give you many days of pleasure uh, when you are retired from your financial worries and trust me this period can be as low as 10 years of maximum 12 years of your professional career if planned with, uh, with the help of financial advisor right from day one because time will be on your side uh, and you will have enough time even to enjoy your life as well uh, when you will be retiring pretty young maybe at the age of 35 30 year on a very very high side i i see if if all goes well you should be in a position to retire by 40 for money i keep on saying this for money nobody is say stop working but yes let's not work for money anymore and money will still come even for that work which you are not, not doing for money Uh, actually uh, as i'm listening to you i'm getting so excited uh, around the concept of getting retired by the age of 40 uh, very quickly here then how somebody young should approach uh, the very topic of financial planning from a implementation perspective so if if i am somebody young uh, assume uh, i've started working um, and i am getting let's say x amount of money every month how should i approach the entire concept of financial planning assuming that i i don't know anything about it until now sure so i think we are moving very logical sandeep uh, why financial planning is necessary uh, why you should go to a financial planner and now once you have decided how to select a financial planner is the next question i think that's the mm-hmm. way one should yeah. approach this whole conversation mm-hmm. i'm glad we are moving in that direction so how to select a good financial advisor so there are so many people we all see around uh, claiming to be financial planners financial agents intermediaries all are coming up across uh, the the spectrum around us and claiming their success and how to be cautious in selecting in a right person is the key because this is a very very important decision you will be making because get money con is very very tough unless you don't take care of certain things before signing up with a financial advisor so first thing when you meet a financial advisor whomever you have shortlisted or whomever you have come across just see how the chemistry builds up between you and the advisor now what i mean by that see if you can share with him or her everything or you feel like hiding something because i think nature has given us that sixth sense to judge people in the first 5 10 minutes you you either trust him or you don't trust him for whatever reason based on that conversation which happens in the first 5 10 minutes in that case he has just not been able to build a trust it's very individual overall you should be comfortable with your advising with your advisor talking and sharing as far as other factors are concerned sandeep i think existing client references helps you should also see the way he is talking and most importantly he should not be as new he should ask questions and you should also ask him tough questions which he should be happy to answer based on his skills and knowledge i think for young professionals uh, 
DIY platforms, that is do-it-yourself platforms could be a good starting point, but nothing can replace their own research. So along the way, when you have some larger goals, you may definitely would like to see a professional help. So to draw this analogy, it's like gharka ilaj for choti moti bimari, but doctors help for some serious illness. Trust me, money is damn serious, but fun if you have planned it well enough. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, it is a uh, very nice concept, Rakesh. Uh, one point here, because uh, uh, coming from personal experience, uh, the problem that we typically encounter uh, in this search for financial planner uh, help is the fact that uh, well, we have so many advice available around the internet. Again, internet being our first point of reference. Uh, would would that be one or two or three uh, points that we should look for to identify something as a bad advice and something which is not beneficial to me but to the seller and how I should ignore it? So that's the idea of uh, the idea is to weed out what is not good for me. How should I typically identify that? The answer lied in your question as well, Sandeep. So when you say there is so much advice available on internet, so the word is personal finance. So before finance, we are putting a word of personal and personal basically means the advice has to be for you. Mm -hmm. Advice which we are getting on finance. So it could be a great advice for headache. It could be a great advice for fever, but it is not an advice for Sandeep's fever or Rakesh's headache. So that okay. is where I would like to draw an analogy. Again, no, no, uh, no problem with those advice. If it is a quite generic one, but again, just check what's coming your way. Is it an advice or is it a product? So at the being of, uh, at the cost of being repetitive, Sandeep, I will just take that headache and fever while example. So just mm -hmm. read that article of advice on headache and see whether there is a medicine name which is coming your way as a part of the advice that boss, please take Ceredon if you have a headache. Now that is not an advice. That is a product sell. Now that is the thin line of, I think, discrimination which we'll have to make between advice or a product. The moment you see a product being thrown at you, just take a walk. That's not advice. That's a product sale which may not be suitable to your needs but it serves the objective of the so-called advisor in achieving their targets. So that is where I'm coming from seeking ad independent advice from SEBI registered investment advisors could be the next solution. But again, be cautious from some SEBI registered investment advisors who may just give you stock market tips and they will burn your money as well to ashes. So uh, falling back to my previous reply, there has to be some chemistry. There has to be some trust. There has to be some client references who are talking great about that advisor. And when you put all this into uh, together as a checklist and give some weightages, I think you should end up having a good. Okay. Thank you. So uh, uh, this is good uh, from a behavioral perspective, because when we talk finance, we are all right now talking about uh, how do we develop uh, the behavioral aspect of investing and financial planning. Uh, let's fast forward 
to present times uh, in terms of this COVID-19 uh, and the crisis that is that may follow after it. In these times, these difficult times, or uh, these interesting times, how do you think that financial planning is different from the usual timings? Because this is more uncertain, more challenging, and maybe requires even more uh, detailed financial planning. So uh, in nutshell, I would say uh, in these times, how you think that financial planning is different? And uh, maybe I'll get a bit more technical into uh, it from your background perspective. And again, uh, I might be asking very generic that which are the preferred assets to consider having a, having already understood that there is no one medicine to solve everyone's headache. But still, <laughs> I'll go and talk about it from you. So Sandeep, I'll like to break this question into a couple of pieces and allow me that. So crisis like COVID-19 are the true test of how well are you on your money journey. Money, I think, was always in our conversation in our day-to-day -day lives. But I think the kind of attention what now this money is getting across all economies, across all our lives, I think is unprecedented. So nothing much changes, honestly. The only thing which one must stick to his or her is the financial plan. Now, even before considering preferred assets, now this is one thing which I always like to say, we are always in a rush to talk about investing preferred assets, asset allocation. Great. That's, that's something really great. But I think before that, there are some things which needs to be done and one should not skip them. And that is one should define the goals and every goal will have its own preferred investment type depending on the time horizon of that goal. So what I mean by that is simply meaning that every investment should be linked to a goal and that is where you will be getting a clarity on the type of asset in which you need to invest. So first thing first, I think never ever skip or take the insurance piece lightly. This is very, very important. And in the priority, if I have to put, I think the first priority is life insurance. Now, this is the thing which you will basically get support from your family will get support from to achieve all their financial goals even in your absence so life insurance is a must yes uh, how much uh, insurance is required that is definitely a person to person uh, decision which may we may get into conversation second mediclaim uh, which takes care of your healthcare expenses that is a must so once these two things are in place i think mentally you are at peace to start thinking about investing now I can start the journey of my investing. Now let's break it period wise. The first thing which I need is called emergency funding for periods like this, for periods like COVID where we will not be able to work at salaries who will not be able to earn income, how they will survive. And for that emergency funding comes to the rescue and typically emergency funding should be at least six months of your income income which you have saved over and with this emergency funding which you have to keep it in your saving account or some liquid assets which you can just get the money at the click of a button this is very very important and now we start with some serious investing so first to recap life insurance mediclaim and emergency funding these are like hygiene please don't overlook them 
these are the things which will bring you back to the groove and it will keep you uh, stand strong on your feet again because six months is good enough time for somebody to come back. And now when I say investing, so define your goals as per the time horizon. So any goal which you feel that you have to accomplish in the next three to five years, you should invest in balanced mutual funds. And what is balanced mutual funds? It's basically a combination of equity and fixed income funds. So that is what I mean by balanced uh, mutual funds. So again, for a three to five year goal. Now, any goal which you feel that you have to accomplish uh, after five years, for that you can go ahead with a diversified and a large cap mutual funds. So what I'm trying to do here is breaking up your investments with the gold assigned to it. And based on the time horizon, my risk capacity also improves. So for emergency funding, I'm not taking any risk. For three to five year goal, I'm taking a balanced risk. For five years and more, I'm taking a reasonable risk. But now if the goals are more than 10 years, I can become aggressive. So I will go for small cap and mid cap fund allocation as well. And lastly, I think in current times, and it was always like that, gold should also form part of your assets. Uh, so just to wrap up Sandeep, uh, this question, lastly, your asset allocation will decide the success or failure of your financial plan and not market movements over a long term which again, we get carried away by all the short term market movements. If you have broken your investments in the above manner, which I've just explained, uh, I, I don't think market movements will shake up anything as far as your financial plan is concerned. Okay, Th that, that is a pretty detailed uh, approach, I would say towards financial planning. Uh, in this context, uh, there were some exotic things that I would like to talk about. Um, as somebody young, uh, or rather trying to connect with young people, uh, uh, new emerging instruments like cryptocurrencies, peer-to-peer -peer lending often hit our ears. What is your perspective on these emerging instruments? And again, in context of somebody young. Great, uh, Sandeep. Uh, so I understand uh, every young guy or young young person uh, has lot of adrenaline rush beneath him, right? So let's use that rush for adventures on the sports side and not with our money. So so that is that is simply I want to put it that unless all the above things are done, again, in all those life insurance, mediclaim, emergency funding, and goal based planning. Please do not go on adventures like this. This is a request and they may be good for some fun trips. Till the time they don't evolve, I think the money put in here should be restricted to such sums, which does not affect your overall financial planning process. And even if you lose, it's fine. And if you gain, it could be a windfall, which can again be channelized into your financial plan to bring your fire moment much, much earlier. I don't want that moment to be pushed by another two years or five years because of all these adventures. So once you are done with everything, your financial planning, I'm perfectly this adventure, which might not affect your core financial plan. Okay. So maybe you're suggesting that uh, we can beer fund can be diverted to cryptocurrency and these exotic instruments, but not the usual financial part. And that only if you understand, if you have an interest in the subject, again, nothing, nothing helps uh, without research. So please do your own stuff not just about investing anywhere just the moment it hit your ears trust me that's not the way uh, it will happen 
So even if it is cryptocurrency, peer to peer, please get into the depth of it and start doing something there. Uh, but again, nothing to disturb your fire moment plan. Understood. Got it. So yeah, this has been a pretty uh, good uh, approach or discussion on the financial planning for young people, I would say. Uh, but as usual, my discussion with you is limited, I would say, by the fact that maybe I understand or my research understands. So uh, at this point of time, as a closing question, maybe I'll ask you that what is it that you like to talk about investing outside what I was able to ask or rather able to research and talk to you about? So I think, uh, Sandeep, you have mostly covered all of the concerns but maybe I could uh, just summarize it uh, this entire conversation in this last piece what you have just asked me so uh, the first thing which I would like to say is start early I think that is the core of the financial advice which one will give and one should follow only time can help you in investing you need not necessarily have tons of money to invest read a lot on personal finance like some really good books and now, of course, we have a lot of movies as well. Uh, so uh, some suggestions which are coming on the top of my mind are a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Mad Money Journey, uh, in fact, which is authored by one of my friends. Uh, so that is an amazing book in a very, very free format. And it takes you on a journey of uh, money uh, across all the countries. And you will even enjoy some travel tips in that movie, uh, in that book, sorry. And uh, I would also recommend to read uh, on power of compounding so that one can learn the art and science of investing and own some really good businesses. So people again get carried away by investing about stock markets. The fundamental thing is that you are owning some businesses. So till the time you don't know anything about that business, there's no point in just doing random investing. So please spend some time and understand what investing is all about and what good businesses are all about. They are, they are all around us. And once you are at peace with all this, then you can go again for those exotic stuff like startup investing, cryptos, peer-to-peer, etc. But again, that's all exotic. So be, be it that way. Uh, don't disturb your core plan, which I always call all-weather plan or all-weather investing. And in the times like this, you will really appreciate the impact which that financial plan will have on your mind uh, and on your peace, inner peace. I'm just taking a minute to uh, think through all of these points because I realized how important these points are. And as you said in the beginning, it, these piece of advice is such a gem that uh, I believe that every young person who is getting into workforce or getting into earning money understands this bit and as you said puts money to work for him or herself rather than being the other way around so yeah it has been a great session so, sorry sorry as so there was an amazing quote in that book, Mad Money Journey, and which, which has really stuck to me, I think, forever. That money, and for that matter, mobile, was invented by men to be a slave of men and why it has happened the other way around. I think it's time about we think 
that let money be our slave and let it work for us rather than we working for money and all our pursuit of working should be towards that i think, that, I think perspective changes yeah that's amazing i would say a closing statement or summary which summarizes everything in just one sentence not being slave of money but making it rather slave so and again i would say that your whatsapp channel something which i'm glued to almost every week is a great way to start as well for somebody who is young or rather not a young even for uh, grown ups as well and that does provide a very good primer into investing uh, and making us financially literate i would say so once again uh, i do subscribe to his whatsapp channel and look up to it every weekend so i would suggest everybody else to maybe to do that as well he is not selling any product <laughs> to mention that but yeah he is definitely talking about the concept that he discussed some of the concept that he discussed uh, in this limited last 30 minutes or so so yeah thank you rakesh once again it has been a pleasure discussing with you and we shall be you, with you soon sure thanks a lot and it was really a great pleasure interacting with you and through you the audience who will be listening to this podcast Uh, really a great pleasure for this opportunity and looking forward for much more thank you rakesh thank you thank you